Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is Christine Van Horn, who is an author, a teacher, and a speaker. Her goal is to help rebuild foundational values through mentorship and focusing on character in society. She educates through her books, her online teaching, and speaking. Welcome, Christine. Oh, thank you so much for having me today, Dr. Laika. So how did you get on this journey? Um, it was uh, a little different. Uh, I had another career for many years, but I started teaching character to children through a program called Character Club. And I became very focused on it over the last few years and wrote a couple of books for older children called Captain Character, which is teaching character through the eyes of a superhero. And then my latest book is Teach Your Children Timeless Truths and Uncertain Times. And I've just looked around at society and seen where there's a big gap. And uh, this is the gap. I think we need to talk more about character today. It sounds very important that there are a couple of gaps. And another one is mentoring the younger generation. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. There is a wealth of information, you know, just like you say, you know, discovering the golden pearls of wisdom within you. And that is how it is for the older people today that they can offer to the younger generations. And I think we need to make them more aware of what they can do to help the young people in the world. They're facing such incredibly difficult things. You know, there are incredibly difficult things. Do you think this is more difficult now than it has been in yesteryear? It is. Uh, and, and I think part of it is because things have really kind of gotten out of control in society. And we didn't see that when we were young. And when we were in school, uh, things were a lot easier and our family life was a lot more simple, but that has really changed today. You know, children face so many things that we didn't. Some of it is technology. Some of it is the pace of information that, you know, is going on. And, and times are really uncertain. You just never know from one moment to the next what's going to be happening. And children are hearing that real time because they have, you know, their phones with them, which are really, you know, computers. And they're picking up all the stuff that adults don't have time to filter out. And so they're hearing all of these difficult things. And it, it's not good. But I think we older generations, me, older generation, needs to come to the rescue. Yeah, and I think social media is also a part of that blame because uh, people seem to be on it all the time. I know children are in different types of social media than adults, but it's still pervasive. 
It really is. And, you know, there's just so much information and misinformation that's getting out on social media because it's really opinion that's going out. So it's not proof of fact or things that parents can, you know, take a look at before their children see it. So, you know, children are seeing and listening to so many different things that maybe we don't want them to to know. Yeah. And, you know, I think we have to be careful what we let our children hear. And I think we have to be careful about what they need to know, because we uh, as parents and uh, the older generation, as you say, are the filters for that. They they really are. And I, I think too many children are, you know, taking their cell phones up into the room to charge them at night. And who knows what could come across those those phones and who knows what they could see. And I think parents have lost a lot of the capability to to do that filtering for them and make sure their children know what they only want them to know. Instead, kids are learning a lot of other things. You you talk about a three-step process for helping older generations mentor younger generations. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. I think um, that we need to teach character. If you look at the news, it's a character problem. It really is a lack of character problem specifically. So teaching character is the first step. The second step is to teach them life skills. Those were things that we learned when we were younger that are not being taught today. And they need to know such as time management and money management and problem solving and how to set goals and things like that. So those were step one and two. And the third one is to be the example, because we just can't teach our children this and then not have them follow us. Children will follow so many things that they watch adults do. You know, if you ever hear children say things that they shouldn't be saying, it's because they heard an adult somewhere say that. So we need to be that example. So for teaching them, uh, exampling, you know, like time management, we need to do it in front of them so that they see what it is. Can you go a little bit more into your, um, important, the importance of character and, and how you teach character and, and how young people can learn about character? Absolutely. Character can be taught simply to the young people. You know, you can start with little kids to, you know, it's more than just saying thank you. It's really a heartfelt thank you, teaching them to be really appreciative for things that they, they have. So it's, it's teaching them from the heart. It's teaching them important character traits. Uh, my book lists 250 character traits. You, so you can go to the back of the book in the appendix and find one that applies to your family and use that as a focus. Uh, so it's not just pulling them out of the air, but what are the things you really need to focus on for your family? It could be, you know, truthfulness. It, it could be whatever it is. And then focus on that through family discussion time. And really go through it and find ways that you can apply it to family situations and learn what your children are seeing about that or maybe the lack thereof. So if you're talking about thankfulness and they've given something to somebody and that person wasn't thankful in return, it's an opportunity how you can address that with them. Yeah, you know, and I think when a person says thankful and and gives gratitude, it isn't necessary for the person that's receiving that gratitude to say that they're grateful for it. 
I think that thankfulness and gratefulness is for the person giving the gratefulness. It is. It truly is because um, it needs to be accepted from the heart. And it's a heart issue. It really is. It's it's something that is not just words, but it needs to be, I guess, very, very heartfelt. I keep coming back to that word. And it is for that person who is on the receiving end because it's teaching them life lessons of not just words, but knowing how to accept gifts from people, how to accept kind words from people and the importance of those things. And another thing I think is forgiveness, which is another thing children have to learn and to say uh, that they forgive another person without accepting anything back. Absolutely. Um, and, And it's very, very important because they need to learn it when they're young. With all of these things, they need to learn it when they're young, because then they'll be able to have those same character traits when they get older. But forgiveness is very important because children say things to one another that they don't necessarily mean, or if they mean, they don't realize the implication of what they're saying. And forgiveness is not saying that what the other person did was correct. It is really for the person doing the forgiving that it releases them from that situation so they don't harbor that in their mind or hold any hostility, and it allows them to move on to other things. Yes, and that is part of character as well, is it not? It is. It is. Character is what I define as doing the right thing at all times, even when no one is watching. And so that's what we want out of our children, to be able to do the right things. We're not going to be there over their shoulders all the time, but we need to develop that. And that's what character development is, that they want to do the right thing, and they're going to seek to do the right thing all the time in all situations. And that's not what we're seeing in society as a whole today. So it makes it even more of a challenge to teach it because they're not witnessing this in the outside world to the degree we would hope. Exactly. And how can we help our children become more successful today? We can do some things such as to be a mentor for them. Uh, And being a mentor is really just someone who speaks into their lives from a point of having been there before. And so that the children are not just starting from scratch. So we're going to teach them from what we know, because we've lived through those experiences before. Uh, We also need to be very intentional with our children. So it's not something you decide to do and then you do it once and maybe a week or two later, you try it again. It needs to be intentional and you need to be committed to it. So it's, it's important. It's an important journey that once you decide you're going to do this with your children, you're going to help them be successful. You need to follow on that pathway and you need to lead them, which is part of being that example. So that, you know, you can see situations or you can tell them about, you know, this is what happened to me today and this is how I handle the situation. And this is what you would do or listen to them when they come home from school and they say, this happened on the school bus or this happened in the playground. And you can talk to them about what is that character? What did they do? What did it mean? How should that have been handled? And and have these really good discussions with them. And. Another thing you can do is to be a really good decision maker. 
and show them how to make decisions the right way. So they're not just randomly, you know, letting their emotions out, but it's a really thought out process with them. And, and then just, you know, being that person who's going to take action in their, their lives, you're going to, they're going to watch you. You know, and I think that's the best teacher is what your children and grandchildren do watching you. Did you have uh, powerful mentors in your life? And if so, can you tell us about them? I did. Um, I did through my working career um, and I had great mentors. And so I ended up staying in the type of work that I was doing for over 30 years as an emergency manager. My mentors were also my parents. Uh, they were part of the World War II generation, the greatest generation. And that's really another impetus behind me doing all of this. My parents taught me character. And I learned that when I was young. So I'm taking so many of those life experiences and applying them to today. So it's just, you know, I received it when I was young and now I'm older and I'm passing along those things. So what I am teaching is not because I'm a psychologist. It's because of life experiences. And, you know, as we speak, uh, it's close to Armistice Day, which is the end of World War One, which was supposed to be the war that ended all wars. Unfortunately, it hasn't turned out that way. But the character that came out of the people uh, to try and end that war was very significant. It really was. And we saw so much of that uh, in the past. Uh, my my next work that I'm working on is to look at the character of the greatest generation and document that. There are not too many of them left alive today, but I'm in process of documenting what I can. And we saw character back then. We're just not seeing it today. Yeah. And if we are seeing it, we're not putting the megaphone on it. We're not seeing the people that that need that character exposed. You know, I think our our news stations, I think our mass media, I think our social media has come to the point that if it bleeds, it leads. And so many fake messages are out there. So much false information out there. So much in the way of of putting out a message on the news that is something that has to go out first because a shooting occurred in the city or things like that is the wrong message. It is the wrong message. I totally agree with you. And all that negativity is what people see. We've lost the ability for the the media at large to be able to highlight some of these important character things and, you know, great strengths that people have in the right direction. And so this needs now to be like a grassroots work that we do this within our families and teach from the things that we know. Um, I know there's a lot of schools that teach different types of character traits. My own grandchildren have come home and said, you know, we learned about respect today, but then, and that's great, but then you need to learn to apply it. And you can take that, you know, so if your kids are learning about character at school, now apply it to your family life and tell them what you want them to know about it. So it's not just a definition out of a dictionary, but how do they apply that? What does it mean? What are your expectations for them, you know, on, on that character trait? So let's just look at respect. 
So what does that mean to you as a parent or as a grandparent that you're teaching to the younger generations? They need to know your expectations. It's not just words. It's not just a nice definition. They need to know how to be able to apply something like this. And, and you know, at that grassroots family level, that's where the, the answers are going to come. What are some of the other character traits you'd like to speak about? Because I think this is a great soapbox for people to hear about them. Absolutely. So I think thankfulness is really, really important. Respect, honor, integrity. These are so foundational. So uh, it's, it's extremely important and you know, just, just the things that were very wholesome like that in, in the past, you know, just something simple like thankfulness. Do you realize the amount of doors that could open for people as they, you know, kids as they get older, if they're thankful for something, you know, if somebody offers them a job when they're looking for a job as a teenager and they're thankful when they got it or thankful that they got that interview, can you imagine what that could really do for them? Because people are not used to seeing that level of things today. So I think thankfulness, truthfulness, respect, honor, integrity, those are foundational. And they were foundational through the, you know, World War One and World War II generation. That's part of who they were. And and we just don't see that enough today. And the young people are kind of in the dark because we haven't, you know, taught that to them to the level that we need to. And that's why I think we need to mentor our young people today on things like this. I think thankfulness is something, again, that we all seem to think we should be thankful on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, that's a day that we, but we forget that needs to be there every day and every minute of every day because we have so much to give thankful for. We do. And it it needs to be a way of life. And, you know, if we can do this and mentor our children to be these persons of character, it's going to bode well for them the rest of their lives. It, it really will. So, you know, I would just, you know, I have this mission that I want to, you know, get grandparents especially involved. And some of this can be done through their own life experiences and telling stories. But it's it's not just telling stories from the past. It's stories that have a mission, you know, and positive outcomes, something that they is a lesson learned that they can pass on to their kids. So they'll remember the story, but they'll remember why it was also important. Yeah, I I, I think that that is also very true. Uh, What is the encouragement that we can give to our children? How can we encourage children to take on this? How can we encourage that generation to start looking at these things? I think we first need to ensure that the older generation understands what mentorship is. And the first part of it is, you know, so much more than the younger children in your family and taking on that mission. You know, I'm going to teach from what I know, and that's what mentorship is. And what's a positive outcome is it is really intergenerational communication within your family. You know, it could even be an aunt or an uncle talking to their niece and nephew, but having that open dialogue. And as you know, as we come into holiday times, what a wonderful time to do that and share these experiences, you know, at the the dinner table or while we're all, you know, celebrating the holidays. Um, There's so many opportunities like this. Now, your 
children, I have as a word of caution, may resist this thinking, what is all of this about? Just keep pressing in. Keep telling stories. You know, kids love stories. I remember stories that my grandparents told me, and that was a very long time ago, and I'm not going to forget them. Those are things that stay with them, but make sure you tag onto it, you know, information on, you know, why that was so important or what, what you learned from it or what the character was that came out of that. Uh, and then it'll really have that effect. Yeah, that is certainly a start. I, I think we need to embody that in our everyday thinking. And, and I think maybe the, there should be a plan for people to incorporate this that it can't come about just from this hobnob or piecemeal work with this. It's true. I think, you know, if the the adults in a family come together and say, you know what, let's let's do something like this. And every opportunity we come together, let's make a positive outcome in, in the lives of the children. You know, whether it's talking about these things or um, here's an idea that's really important, write these down. This is something that, you know, if you're a grandparent, start writing down your 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 memoirs of stories of things from your past life. My dad did that. He has now passed away, but he was a World War II vet. I've got his stories. He would record them on audio. He would write them down. He'd tell them to us. And so I think an encouragement as a plan is to just start writing these things down. And then when you have an opportunity when the family's together, just start talking about it. But all the adults in the family need to agree. So it can't be just the grandparents coming in and I'm going to do this without having talked to the parents first. You need to, as adults, be in agreement together that you're going to to work on this together for the, the young people in the family. Have you written down these ideas in a book yet, Christine? Um, I have. So my book is Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times. It's uh, available on Amazon and also through my website, uh, which is www.drchris.co. It's not com, and it's just D-R-C-H-R-I-S as if it was one word. So www.drchris.co. And if anybody wants to email me, they can do that through the website as well. But that book outlines all the things that we've just talked about here. Well, I think that's rather important. And I would encourage you even to start a course on this as well, because uh, sometimes people uh, learn better from that formality rather than just from a book. I, you know, I love books and I'm surrounded by books all the time and I do a lot of reading, but not everybody does. You know, more people are into the video mode and they learn through video courses and things like that. So if you do have some time or some more inclination, I'd encourage you to do that as well. I actually have, Dr. Becca. Um, I have a course that's available through my website, and it's called Wisdom Decisions Foundational Values. And that's what we're talking about, very foundational things. Um, the course is a $500 course, but if any of your audience wants to email me, I have a coupon code, so it's half price at $247. And that's a little bit more affordable. And it's an eight-week course, so it's eight modules that have a video that the adults and children watch together, and then a uh, handout that have all these questions in it. So I've, I'm giving you the guidance of how to follow these questions for character traits and life skills. And, you know, once you complete that, you've got, you've got 
got the framework for being able to do this with other things. Well, and I and I'm very glad you did because I think uh, if you're as you are so enthusiastic about this, this is a great way to get that message out to people, and it's a great message that people need out there in this day and age. It is. I think it's something that we all need because you just look at the news and you realize we want to protect our children from the things that are out there and and their reaction to the things that are out there. Just because things are bad that are happening out there doesn't mean that we and they need to react in an adverse, you know, answer to it. They can still, you know, act as people of character. And, you know, we've gone through difficult times before. We've gone through two great wars. We've gone through a Vietnam conflict. We've gone through a Korean conflict. We've gone through an Afghanistan conflict. Yes. And we've gone through all of those and we've survived them all. And all of the people that are alive today have something to be said for it and have done something towards it. So I I think those messages are there. So although these are difficult times, I look at these of times of great enthusiasm and times where people can move forward. They really are. And I think I feel the same way. I'm very excited about this topic because it's something we can do. I mean, it's this is something all within our grasp, you know, to be able to to do something like this within our families. And I'm very excited about it, too. And uh, I think it's something we can do. And you know what? For for those of us that are older, how fun to share your experiences, how fun to relive the, the things that you did in the past or why you made decisions or what happened to you. I mean, I, you know, said before, I, I remember them from my grandparents. I remember those stories. Those stories will last. Yes. And, and I think our stories are something that we need to perpetuate. I think it's very important that we keep on moving with those stories. And those stories will help a lot of people. They really will. And, you know, so it's just that's a good place to start. Start writing your stories. You know, if you're a grandparent, start writing your stories and then talk about them with your children and and then talk about how you can incorporate that into passing down your legacy. You know, and and my book and the course will will help if you really just need some help in getting started you know, in, in that process. Um, but it's something that we all can do. This is um, within our reach. And and I think that's an important message for everybody. Christine, this show is called the How to Live a Fantastic Life show. Uh, how do you live a fantastic life? Oh, that is such a good question. I set goals. And so I like teaching on goals. I have set goals my whole life. And then when you achieve them, it gives a great deal of, you know, accomplishment, I guess. And so I, I live a fantastic life by looking at the best things in life, uh, loving my family, and and not reacting to everything negative around me. Just keeping that that wholesome, positive attitude, trying to be a person of character, and uh, um, and and turning to God when I need to do that. Good. How would you recommend others live a fantastic life? By following after the things that are important and not focusing on being a victim. You know, you can't be a victor and a victim at the same time. Choose the victorious life. 
and seek after those things. You know, bad things will happen in life to everyone, but don't focus on that. Focus on the good and what you could do for your family. So example, if you're, if you're older and you have different ailments that are bothering, bothering you, focus on your stories from your past. What can you pass along to your future generations? And, and it's a mindset that gives you a fantastic life. If you found a younger version of yourself on the street, what advice would you give that younger person? Oh, that's a good question. Let me think. Um, I think I would just tell them to focus on their goals. I didn't do that when I was young, young. Um, I, I was a little more reactionary, but as I got a little bit older and, you know, maybe into my thirties, I started focusing on goals. So if I were to be talking to a younger version of myself that was younger, write your goals down and then follow after them. And you may have setbacks and you might need to rewrite your goals, but follow after them. And it gives you a, a planned outcome to your life, not just reacting to every situation that happens to you. Excellent. Well, we're almost at the end of our time together. Can you give your contact information again? Sure. Um, my website is www.drchris.co, not .com, but .co. So it's www.drchris.co. And my email address is chris at drchris.co. Well, I can't thank you enough, Dr. Chris, for you to be on this show and you sharing the stuff that you have with us today. Well, thank you, Dr. Leica. It was my pleasure to be on. And, and ladies and gentlemen, please check out my website as well, drallenleica.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And be sure to sign up for my golden pearls there. I'd love to give you a golden pearl a week. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic day.